All right, my friends, welcome to the Rise to the Top. David Seitman Garland. This is the number one badass show for mediapreneurs, all about helping you grow your online audience, help more people, make more money. That's what it's all about here. And uh, very excited today. Uh, you know, actually, it's hard to find days where. I'm not excited because I find all these uh, interesting people to bring to you here on the show. Uh, but today's no different. And, and you know, let me give you kind of a little backstory here because I think you'll find this interesting. Was you know, I've, tell me if you've ever heard this one before. Let me know in the show notes. You know, is someone coming to you and saying, or you know, are, are you thinking in your head something that's stopping you, uh, saying, you know what, I didn't start my, you know web show, my blog, my podcast, my online brand, my products and programs till relatively recently, you know, or I'm scared to start it, you know, uh, uh, is, there, is it too late? You know, is it too late? Has the ship already sailed here on the internet? Um, and, you know, to answer that question, very honestly, uh, no, the ship has not sailed at all. There's incredible opportunities to dominate all over the place right now um, in all kinds of niches, on all kinds of topics. And, you know, the, you know, the Internet makes room for people that are really passionate and want to do it right. So I thought for a little change up today on the show, I'm going to bring in uh, someone that I met and just love. She's got a lot of energy. She's got a lot of cool stuff going on. Her name is Vasavi Kumar. And let me give you a little a little backstory here. She is relatively new. I'm putting that in, in in air quotes, if you will. Relatively new to the mediapreneurship space, meaning she's been at it for about a year or so, somewhere around there. But her progress is absolutely amazing as to what she's done in a year in the kind of personal development coaching space. Uh, you know, her site's amazing. She she says, I cherish freedom, yours, mine, I'll teach you to be free. But more importantly than kind of her messaging and all that kind of stuff, and we're going to get into that in the interview today, I want you to pay extra special attention as to the steps that she's taken over the last year or so to really get herself on the map from someone that, you know, nobody knew about, if you will, to someone that is now, you know, running a huge event in Malibu coming up, you know, and, and really building this business and has this unbelievable, you know, passionate fan base of women that are following her. So pay attention to that part uh, of this interview. And I think you're really, really going to enjoy it. Um, because, you know, again, the messaging here is very, very simple, is that it's not too late for you to start. And so why don't we hear from someone that started in the last year and how she learned how to do all this and how did she learn how to create a mediapreneur business and what she's done and some of her mistakes, all that kind of stuff coming up right now on the Rise to Top. You're really, really, really going to enjoy it. Now, uh, one quick message before we get started. You know, we're, we're wrapping up winter here, always exciting times here in winter. And, and you know, I always know I'm all over the place. I try to get out of the house I try to, you know, go work, you know, at Starbucks, all these different things. And, you know, if you're in this business, right, you know that as well, that, that working virtually is super, super awesome. But the cool thing is, thanks to our good friends that go to my PC who are sponsoring today's episode, is that, you know, you can access your, your Mac or PC from anywhere, you know, on your iPad, on your iPhone, uh, on your laptop, et cetera. So you can have all your files in one spot and you can access everything from, you know, go to my PC. So I want you guys to check this out if you haven't already. And, you know, not only are you getting a quality, quality product here, you're also supporting the show. You could check it out and get a 45-day free trial at therisetop.com slash go to my PC, therisetop.com slash 
go to my PC, and I will circle back with you right after the interview. All right, my friends. So we, we just had we just had we always have technical adventures here on the show, but we got it all ready. We are ready to rock. Vasavi Kumar is joining me today. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you, David, for having me. You know, excellent to have you. We had, I would have to say, one of the most energetic phone conversations in the history of phone conversations. What, last week, week before, something like that? Yes, it was amazing. It was so amazing just the just the level of connection and just, you know, cursing and just not filtering anything. It was great from the second we got on the phone. Exactly. So, kiddies, as you're watching or listening this, strap it in, get ready, because I think this is someone that actually talks faster than I do and with more energy, in case you're curious if that was possible. But anyway, before we get into it, and this could be a fun kind of conversation today, give us sort of the nutshell a little bit about, let's talk about on the business perspective. So the way that I have your one sentence here in front of me is it says that, you know, you roll with a big heart and an even bigger hustle, advocate of liberty. I live in all the possibilities of being alive. So what does that actually mean when it comes towards a business? So with the heart and hustle, what I really mean is, you know, I am passionate about everything. I mean, for me, if it doesn't excite me, I don't want to have anything to do with it. In fact, I came into 2013 saying, if it doesn't excite me, if it doesn't make me feel alive, I'm not going to do it. It's kind of like how Marie Forleo says, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. But that's, that's really my philosophy that, you know, when I do anything, I mean, it could be washing the dishes, it could be cooking, it could be uh, making the bed, it could be anything. I bring my heart to everything that I do. But on the business aspect, you know, especially when it comes to being an entrepreneur, it's, it's all about passion. And it's also about the hustle, right? If you're not executing in your business, you're not really an entrepreneur. You mm -hmm. have to take action. You know, it's important to bring your passion. It's important to bring your hustle with your, your heart. But if you're not hustling and if you're not doing the shit that you got to do every single day to make it happen, then really, what are you doing? What are you in business for? Yeah, and it's funny because I was thinking about this the other day was, you know how there's there's these like, I'm a, you know me, I'm a passion first person, right? But, yeah. you know, there was these kind of people out there that are that are like not the passion first people. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The people that are like, oh, well, if it's, just, you know, business is business and, you know, you got to sell and you got to do these different things. Let's just talk online for a second, okay? What I think, though, as a mediapreneur, and you're a mediapreneur, and mm -hmm. what I also mean by that is a personal brand, right? Like, so your, your programs are around you. You're, you have a coach. You, you, I mean, you, you're a coach. You have programs, mm -hmm. things like that. I think, bar none, it's one of the best business models for having passion and one of the worst for not. There's no way you could be successful at this if you're not. I don't think. What do you think? No, absolutely. I mean, listen. Business is business, yes, but especially being a mediapreneur, especially in giving information and trying to help people from the inside out, it's not just about the money. In fact, money is secondary. You got to bring your heart, you got to bring your servant hat, you know, you got to be in it to help other people, and then the money will come. So, yeah. I get it. It's about making money, but that's not that's not my primary focus. And I know for you, David, it's not your primary focus either. Right. But right. Exactly. But, you know, let's talk about, though, this about your kind of the online, you know, brand that you've established for yourself a little bit mm -hmm. here. And going, we're going to go into a little backstory. But I think before we go backwards, let's kind of give scope uh, of what's going on right now, because I think we can, you know, start go f now and then we're going to go all the way back to the beginning. So for now, Tell us a little bit about what your business does. Let's start with that and kind of who do you serve? Okay. So right now, if we were to look at right the second, present time, what I do is I create programs, preferably, you know, mostly virtual and online and, and now coming up in September live. So of 
programs that are going to help people work on their mindset to really have get your stuff handled most of the people that i attract as clients want to help other people and that's great and that's and that's humble and noble but my philosophy is you have to start with yourself the only journey is a journey within so i have my source of your success mindset program which is going on right now actually it's an evergreen program it it there's 24 modules that's just kind of oh. like the details but they all deal with every single area of your life we're not just looking at business we're not just looking at your relationships we're looking at you as the whole person because you are a whole person and it's about really closing those power leaks in your life because i truly believe the only way that you can truly be of service to other people and help other people transform their lives is if you've done it in your life so all my programs are intended to help you close those gaps i had a guy that came to me and said I just spoke to him the other day. He goes, you know, he goes, I leak power in my finances. And I said, how? He goes, well, he goes, I pay late fees on my on my credit card statements. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's such a power leak. Why do you do that? You know, it's like it's those things. It's like those things in your life that actually suck your power away away from you. When you, you it's just about getting it handled. Yeah. When you get yourself handled and you're totally solid. And by the way, you're a work in progress. I'm not an advocate of perfection. I'm an advocate of excellence and being your best. right being your best and sure. getting sh- getting shit handled in your life so you know we're going to be working on that really helping him kind of close those power leaks in his life but that's what i'm really about that's what my programs are about it's all online right now but in september in malibu california i'm going to be hosting my first ever women's retreat um it's called nourish so i'm super excited about that that's going to allow me to have kind of one on one time with a lot of the women coming very cool we're going to i want to talk more about that retreat later we're going to link it up as well but what what's interesting to me about this topic that you that you teach and obviously you're extremely passionate about it is mm-hmm. that there's there's a lot of advice out there right um you know about being very specific about who your audience is and who your peeps are so so kind of who are your peeps because your topic do you know I mean obviously can apply to a lot of different people so some people might be thinking there you know man is this is this difficult for you to market this and kind of build around this because it it's kind of wide um you know who are sort of peeps that resonate with this i have two sets of peeps and i've actually just started to discover this i have one set of peeps that are still trying to break through their past that are still trying to have a a healthier relationship with their fear people that are haven't yet learned how to interrupt those patterns those limiting beliefs and people are just like well how do i do it how do i become fearless they're still kind of stuck in the how and my job with them is to really help them shift their perspective to their fear your fear is not wrong your fear is not scary your fear is your compass your fear will guide you to where you need to go but a lot that first set of peeps are people that are still kind of in the past they still use use their past to define where they are now and what they're capable in their uh, of uh, creating in their future that's one set i have a second set which i absolutely love now i believe everybody is a genius in their own right okay i just had my friend tell me if you have ideas you're a genius right that's what it's right. about it's creating ideas so the second set of people that i work with are very high performing they already produce results in their life they take massive action but their personal life is kind of a hot mess. Now this is where I have fallen in in my own life. This is where I needed the most help. So I'm really good at helping people in this area because it's like, you know, this second group of people are really good at making shit happen. They do what they say they're going to do. If they have an idea, they implement it. But what suffers is their relationship with themselves, their physical well-being, their spiritual well-being and and their relationship with their partners. And because I do use a holistic approach, 
I think it's so important. You have to get your personal side handled and you're going to be even more powerful than in the, in the business aspect of it. Yeah. Interesting. So you got to tell us this, you got to share with me and we, we've talked a little, bit, a little bit on the phone and I, mm -hmm. I'm excited to go with sort of the Cliff Notes version of the story, but how did this all kind of start for you? Um, you know, in terms of, well, specifically online, cause we're dealing with mediapreneurs here, but how did this like basically become a business for you? Where, where did you get started? Why did you get started? All that kind of jazz. So on a personal level, I got started because I fell on my face numerous times throughout my life. And I truly believe because I was able to overcome having a cocaine addiction, having an alcohol addiction, sex addiction, work addiction, every I, cigarette addiction, you know, just being addicted to people pleasing. A lot pleasing. of yeah. A lot, a lot, I mean, listen, <laughs> I, we have addiction in my family, so I know this about myself. Don't give me something because I'll get addicted. I just know myself very well. But I had to go through a lot, you know, and... Um, like most people that want to go back and help others transform their lives, you have to start with yourself. Absolutely. So I, I was blessed. I, I, I got through my first master's in special ed, second master's at Columbia University Social Work. Then I went into a coach's training program. This program changed my life because it really helped me see that there's no way that I can help you if I'm not helping myself first. So I sure. spent an entire year cleaning up my life, like cutting the fat cutting the people out of my life, looking at finances, looking at my health, looking at the way I speak, looking at the thoughts that I think. Now, I'd always been doing that. From a very young age, I've been very weird. I'm, I'm always asked why. I always, like, I could never take no for an answer. But this was the first time that I started to look at things from a very different place. Rather than a place of judgment and, and making myself wrong, I started to just come from a place of curiosity, like, huh, that's so interesting that I speak from that place or that I say it this way. So I started to observe myself a lot more from a very non-judgmental place, I have to say. And I, I mean, I got married that year and my husband and I, we moved to Kansas. Right, the big hey, we're right here. We're, we have the Missouri-Kansas rivalry going on right here. There's no rivalry, David. I'm from New York. I know, yeah, a... I know, I know. But no, but we talked about this. We, we got, we got the Kansas, the Kansas transplant, the St. Louis native here. We got, we got, we got, we're, this is a Midwestern interview with a New York flair, so... It's all love though. But then, you know, I, I, um, we moved from New York to Kansas and, you know, I've always known from a young age, I wanted to help people. I just didn't know in what capacity. I didn't think I'd be doing this kind of stuff. I didn't think I'd be on TV. I didn't think I'd be on the radio or online. All I knew is I wanted to stop people suffering. I want, I wanted people to see that anything was possible, but I had to start with myself first. Right. I had great, I had great intentions, great intentions, but until I worked on my own life, there's no way that I could give back with the power and integrity that I do now than I did maybe three years ago. Right. And I think that's a great lesson just in general. Yours was obviously a very kind of big thing dealing with addiction and, and different stuff like that. But mm -hmm. it's interesting of, of anyone that's had success in this space, the mediapreneur space, you know, personal brand, you know, teaching expert space, if you will, um, is that you have to do it first or have to experience it, in my opinion. So meaning, yeah. you know, I don't care if it's like, you know, health and fitness, or if it's, you know, dealing with life issues or, or business issues, you know, I, I know I love personally learning from someone that's experienced it because that's where you're going to really get the credibility. Um, and you know, you know, there's two, like the reason I'm saying this and I'm pussyfooting around here is that, is that like, there's too many people out there in my opinion, right. That'll, that'll start like an online thing and be like, how to grow your blog to 100,000 fans or something like that, mm -hmm. and they've got six fans. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? Or, or the best yet, I will help you get to six to seven figures when you haven't even broken four figures. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like I, I believe that there's more – like I teach what I know and what I've experienced. 
I do not, I will never, I haven't, I'm not there yet where I can say, I'm going to help you get to six or seven figures. First of all, that's a bullshit lie. I haven't gotten to six or seven figures, but I can teach you a thing or two about how to deal with your fear, taking your action in spite of your fear, creating your life on your own terms because I've done it. I, I completely agree with you. There's so many people out there that are like, I'm going to help you get to there. And I love this. I think I heard Danielle Laporte say this and she said, start with where you're at. What are, where are you at right now? What have you learned? What are you experiencing? And start with that. And that's really what I'm all about. Right. And, and I think a lot of other people have that in them. Do you know what I mean? Like there's something yeah. there that they're just like, you know, not thinking of that might be in there. So let's talk about that. You have this topic and you have this thing of this uh, need to serve these types mm -hmm. of people. And you're able to now take that online and create a business. Your website looks awesome. Uh, which I, which I will link up. Relaunched. Oh, it yeah. looks awesome. Uh, Vasavikumar.com. I'll, I'll link it up below, you guys, so you can check it out and all that kind of stuff. The, the site looks amazing. Your programs, your branding, they all look amazing. But I know this had to start from zero um, on the online space. So I'm yes. curious about a couple of questions. Kind of, let, let's hear some quick hit, kind of quick hit answers, if you will, here. First okay. of all, when did you decide um, that you're going to like bring this and kind of create this online sort of personal brand space, mediapreneur space? I would say probably 2011, yeah, 2011, okay. yeah, 2011. And it's amazing how fast you've come so far, which is just in insanely awesome and inspiring. Thank so, you. So 2011, you get started. At that point, did you tap into un other people's knowledge? Did you just try to run and gun with it? Um, who were some of the, your mentors as you got started there? I can tell you my first mentor that I really invested in was Lisa Nichols, who was okay. in the movie, The Secret. Okay. I joined in her global leadership program in San Diego. It was a year long program where I really learned about systems and structures from her. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know what it meant to systemize your business, to have structures in your business. So the reason why my business is finally starting to have a system and a flow to it, like, and I say finally, like it's been maybe six months is I've learned that from her. Um, I, th that was the one program that I heavily invested in. Allie Brown's another one. Uh -huh. I've never been in Marie Forleo's B-School, but I mean, she's a great model. She's a great model for how to do it right online, you know, mm -hmm. just all of her launches and stuff. So I learned, I, I've learned from them just by watching. I, I was in Allie Brown's Elevate program. Oh, yeah. But a lot of it, you know, a lot of it, David, I, I just, I Google things. If I don't know how to do something, I Google it, I find out, I research, and then I go make it happen. It's the hustle. I really we're, do. It's the hustle yes. we are talking about, right? It's yeah. like all, yes. all the knowledge is out there if you want it to happen. Now, here's an interesting question for you, and I don't know the answer, so I'm excited to hear what your answer is for this. Everyone's got a different one. Um, is that when you start kind of creating your mediapreneur brand online, right? There's a few different ways you can approach it, depending on the person. So like, for example, some people start with sort of, an idea of who they want to serve, no product or program yet, but they start kind of building a community around a blog, a podcast, a web show, funny photos, drawings, whatever, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. They start creating content and then they're like, okay, I'm going to hope to God figure out the business model later, which, which I understand and, and it's, you know, it's a little tricky. Other folks start out the opposite, right? They say, I've got this program that I want to put together called you know, just blah, 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 program. Yeah. And I want to, and I know it's for these, it's a great, one of my favorites. <laughs> and I'm going to put it together and then I'm going to build people around the program and bring them in and kind of have this as my flagship. Did you take one of those two approaches when you, when you started? I started, I saw, so 
my first program that I've ever built is the Source of Your Success program. And that's just in the past six months. I first started off doing one-on-one coaching. Mind you, I didn't have mentors that were actually there for me to learn about creating programs. I didn't even know. I didn't realize that my most valuable asset was my content. I didn't get it. I didn't realize that. So I was doing one-on-one and, you know, I... I, I sometimes still take on one-on-one. I've kind of taken it off my, pay, my, my work with me page, but um, it really depends on the client itself. But I started off one-on-one. I engaged through my writing, through social media. And then only it's been, honestly, David, it's only been about, you know, six months where I right. put together, I have Source program coming out, my retreat. I have a $30 program coming out in April. Only now am I seeing, oh my God, you know, people want to learn. They want it to be affordable. I at least have it be somewhat easy for them to access. You know, my whole thing is about accessibility and good, good content. Because I believe if you're in the information business, quality does not have to suffer at all. Oh, I really, really absolutely. don't. Absolutely. You know, so, so that's how I started. I started off one-on-one. Didn't do any programs. I did maybe one or two teleseminars. But I, I'm, I'm always thinking about my exit strategy. Like, how can I leave so this stuff gets run on my own? Because eventually I want to be on TV. You know, I'm on Kansas City, um, uh, Kansas City Live, which is yep. our morning show here. I love being on television. I love doing stuff like this. So I, I've been thinking the past year, what do I have to do to slowly exit? How can I still provide great content and have it be run on autopilot? Right. And still be delivered with the Vasavi thumbprint, with the Vasavi level of customer service and care and still so I can do my own thing. Oh, that's, that, that's, yeah, my, that's a great way yeah. of thinking of it, because, you know, that's how you leverage it. That's how you leverage you. Um, that's mm-hmm. how you leverage you, because now t- real quick on those kind of the coaching aspect of what you're doing more than when you were doing the one on one. I've kind of heard different things about this. I've done one on one before, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Some people some people see it as this. They say, you know what? The one-on-one coaching that I did when I was starting, because a lot of people start with that, is was invaluable because then I pulled ideas from there for my products and programs. I got a better scope of what you know problems people were having, and then I was like, ah, so without that, maybe my programs wouldn't have been as strong. Do you feel, did that help with that at all? Absolutely. First of all, I love every single one of my one-on-one. I've had about, in the past two years, I've probably had about 50 to 60 one-on-one clients. I love every single one of them. I mean, they have said how much they benefited from me, but what I think they don't know is how much I've learned from them. Sure, both. First, it's a two-way you, street, for sure. You become a better coach when you're coaching other people you start to see the stuff that's holding you back you start to see your own biases you start to see your own judgments and by the way while i was doing one-on-one with my clients i i had a weekly one-on-one coach that i was working with sure the whole the whole point of being a coach is to be a mirror is to be a soundboard is not to be judgmental so you know i don't want to say my clients were guinea pigs but they really taught me a lot about myself like where do i stop being compassionate where do i stop tolerating certain things and through them, I have grown because your clients will say the most amazing things to you and you're like, wow, that's so profound. So for me, I used my, I don't want to say I used, but my one-on-one coaching um, experience was great for me, not just for building programs, but a lot of it because I became a better coach. I started to really learn how to detach myself and truly be that objective soundboard that, you know, that is what I think a coach is supposed to be. So Sure. sure. And now question on that from kind of the marketing perspective or whatever, you mentioned you had like 50, 60 clients that came in at different periods. What was bringing the clients in? What were you doing that were bringing those initial clients in? Because I know people struggle with this a lot, you know, especially ones that are getting started. They're like trying to figure out what they're doing. What worked for you? So you have to know that when I first really started heavily getting to one-on-one, I was just in transition moving from New York to Kansas. First three months, I was severely depressed. 
<laughs> no, like severely meaning I would sit on my couch and, and cry myself to sleep. Yeah. I didn't know anybody. It was so cold. Something snapped after three months. You know, I have that resiliency muscle. I said, I got to get out there. What's worked for me? And it still works for me, whether it's, you know, getting people in my pipeline, sending people to my list. I got out there. I just got out there all the time. My first networking event in Kansas, I'll never forget it. It was called Wine and Women Wednesdays. And I said, oh, I said, okay, great. There's wine. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a drinker, but I said, you know what? There'll be women there. It took place at a, rest, at, a, at a bar type of thing. I was the only person who showed up. And I remember, Wow. Mm, David, I got there. I was all dressed up. I had my business cards. Right, and I got ready there. to go. I was the only person that showed up. I stayed there for an hour, had some sushi. They had sushi at this place. Got back in my car, called my mother, and I said, uh, you know, I feel like such a loser. I just, I remembered feeling, but th those feelings of feeling like a loser at that time was my fuel. Mm -hmm. I, I, I always want to prove myself wrong. Like, I am not a loser. I am going to make this happen. Um, and so I got out there. I started researching conferences. I started looking at people who already have my audience. You know, instead of trying to like reinvent the wheel and be like, well, I need to create my own audience. Right. Well, let me find people who already are serving my audience. My whole thing, and this, I have to say thank you to my parents for this. They always said, give, give it away. Whatever you want, give it away, right? So I would find places to give, you know, raffles of, you know, 30-minute coaching session with Vasavi. I, do, I, I did a few ads. They didn't work for me, but I would always give it away. Oh, sure, you want to have a 15-minute session. You want to have a 30-minute. And then people talk, and they're like, oh, my. Then they get hooked because, I mean, when I say hooked, I mean genuinely because they see that I'm, I'm there to serve them. They get it. And then, you know, for me, like I said, money is secondary. I truly, I mean, I know it, I, maybe I don't sound like a good business person saying this, but I truly believe because I've given it away, because I'm just like, here, take it it's come back to me tenfold. Every opportunity that I've created is not just miraculous. It's because of every single seed that I've planted, going to conferences, meeting with people, being generous with my time. Every person that emails me, I write back to them personally. That, yeah. I love that. I love that. And I think that's what keeps people coming back to me. Yeah, for sure. Now, I love that what you said, by the way, about that you went out, and this is so important, right? And, and you found other places that had maybe similar people that you were looking to reach or whatever it might be. And, you know, how did, you know, so I'm assuming you meant like sites or different people like that or conferences. What was your kind of approach um, in terms of reaching out to those people? Like, was it like, you know, did, did you reach out to people? Did you, you know, do sp like guest articles? Like, like, what did you do to kind of, uh, I don't want to say infiltrate because that's going to make it sound like it's far worse than it is. But what did you do to infiltrate uh, and, and get involved with these people's communities? <laughs> Well, you know, you could say the word penetrate, but that might be a little penetrate, uh, 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 infiltrate. Um, you know, okay, okay, there's a lot so of now, things I can say right now. So now you want to get to the nitty gritty details. Okay, nitty gritty. Okay, I wrote guest articles. I wrote guest articles for anywhere. Anyone that wanted my content, I would say, okay, I'll be a guest expert on your blog, and I'd write to them. And I, you know, it, it's just it's just being opportunistic in a very genuine way. Like you have people that I want to to know about me, and I have content yeah. that I can give. I found at least five places, you know, not all of them had huge platforms. For me, I always said yes. And when I first started out, especially, there's no time to be picky when you're starting oh, out. Oh, absolutely not. Never. Yeah, I, I, I'm not <laughs> yeah. Gonna, yeah, I'm not going to be all elitist and entitled and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, that's not good enough. No, screw that. I got to get my name out. So I never, never right. said no to anyone. You get one any person. You get one fan from that or one person that starts resonating with your message, freaking worth it, right? 
I'm creating Vasavi evangelists. Right. That's what one. I'm doing. But oh, just get one person, like per thing that you do, it's, you know, it's worth it. And it's coming from a very genuine, authentic place because when you're just giving and not being attached to the outcome, totally from a place of humility, the results are tenfold. So guest articles, people who wanted to interview me, people who said, can you be on my telesummit? Oh, I, I'd love to interview you on my radio show in Kansas. And even, I mean, I have flown on my own dime to Houston, to Canada, to here, to there, because people's like, oh, I'd love for you to speak for my for speak my organization. Now I had the finances to do that. I had the finances to get on a plane, speak for free to a group of 50, 60 people, you know, and for me, it's like, if you don't have the finances to back you, I would just say, find a way to make it happen, you know, because I mean, I did have a shit ton of business debt, you know, at least $50,000 business debt, which I paid down. Woo! Yeah. But I would say, say yes to everything. And you, when you have that mentality, say yes to everything, especially when you're first starting out, your heart is wide open, your eyes are wide open, and then you'll start to see opportunities. You'll even start to make the opportunities. Yep. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, so I mean it because, I mean, you know, now I'm a crotchety old man five years later, but when I was, uh, now, I'm a, now, I'm now I'm busy. But, you know, when I was, when I was especially the first, um, you know, two, three years, right? Like, especially, and it's not like I don't do it now. Everything, yes. I mean, I mean I'm serious, like, oh, you want me to, you want to interview me for three hours, you know, for four people in outer Mongolia? Fantastic. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. What do you want to do? Two o'clock in the morning? Yep. Great. Mm -hmm. I'm good to go. I, you know, oh, you want me to, you know, speak for free at your audience of, you know, 60 bankers? Oh, great. Fantastic. I, I'll put a suit on and, and go do it. And the thing is, that's how you get on the map on, on these spaces. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like mm -hmm. it's just, you know, then you can always change, you know, you're, I mean, you become a little more picky you, you don't forget your roots, but I'm saying yes. eventually there's times where you have to start saying no or, you know, shifting, but that is not the first year or two. Uh, that is no, the time to say yes to freaking everything. And by the way, so I know we're getting into the logistics of, you know, speaking guest articles, but I got to tell you, because I am a mindset person, it, it, we can talk about all the strategies and all the nitty gritties that you have to do, but it was your mindset. It was my mindset, all the successful entrepreneurs that you see out there. And the mindset that I always run with, and I tell everybody this, it's not fake it to make it. It's be it to believe it, right? People ask me in my first year of business, you know, a year and a half, I had my radio show on KCMO talk radio. It's a, it's a Fox. It's actually a, a very conservative radio station in Kansas city. But I went there cause I wanted to bring personal growth to all the, to all yep. the listeners. I got John Gray, you know, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, Sonia Choquette, Ali Brown, Lisa Nichols, Marcy Shimoff, yep. all New York Great. Times bestseller, Great John people, Miguel Ruiz. Yeah. Absolutely. People are like, well, how'd you, how'd you do that? I go, I email them. I email them because the mindset that I have is I'm not less than you. You are, you know, steps ahead of me. Absolutely. But I'm going to be it to believe it. I believe that I am worthy of success. I believe that I'm deserving of success. I believe that I have something to offer and you're someone that I want to interview. So I'm going to reach out to you. I don't care how little money I have, how little notoriety I have, whatever. I'm going to reach out to you. So it's that mindset. And I'm sure with you too, David, reaching out to very well-known people, right. you know, you reach out to them. And you just, you got to put your ego aside. It really takes a level of shamelessness. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, oh, I don't give sure. a shit if you say no to me. We call I'm it chutzpah, go out and right? Chutzpah. It's chutzpah. It, it's chutzpah. And then, honestly, when you look at the mindset, it really is. And now when I'm really kind of sitting back and just hearing myself say this, because when you are devoted to a cause bigger than you, you don't give a crap if someone says no or not. Right. You don't, because right. you're like, I'm here. I am called to do this. I'm called to do these, you know, 
web TV like you're doing. I'm called to do my TV stuff. I'm called to do it. Therefore, whatever I got to do to make that happen, I will because the cause is bigger than me. See, when it's all about you, when it's all about you, that's when you don't take action. Right. That's when you get scared. That's when you don't want to reach out to the big guys because, oh, they might say no. Dude, it's still about you then. Right. It's, it's it's not about serving at that point. It's still about you and your teeny tiny ego that's afraid to get kind of rejected. So you yeah. got to check yourself. You got to check yourself. And, 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 and I think it comes down to a few things. Number one is what we talked about before is you have to be passionate about it, right? Because otherwise you're just not going to want to do any of this hustle. You're just going to be lazy bones. You're not going to do anything. Number yeah. two is what you talk about, and this is an interesting topic because I know you're super passionate about this topic too, is the confidence factor, right, mm -hmm. of, of being able to do this because I can't tell you how many people – you know, that have gone through my programs and stuff like that. They're like, you know, I'm just scared to go ask the guests for the interview. You know, and it's they like, say it like that. Yeah, they do. They, they all have a lisp and they have a higher voice than what I'm thinking. I think when, when I'm that's how they're coming across in my head. Uh, <laughs> it, it's my email. And that's what I'm thinking. Um, so, you know, there's a confidence factor here, but not a cockiness factor. Right. Mm -hmm. Because because there's there's something that you come across as very, um, you know, real. Right. Meaning like that you're going to say, listen, I know some stuff. I don't know some stuff. Uh, I'm not perfect, uh, mm -hmm. you know, because there's this like kind of other expert mentality out there of like you're going to be the perfect person that sits there mm -hmm. and, and is holier than thou when just getting started, and it's kind of fake it till you make it. But the confidence thing seems to be a big factor here. Confidence is really huge, and I love what you said about the expert. A lot of the, and I'm going to talk about that in one second, but you, you said something great about the expert factor. I definitely wanted to be the expert. Do I know a thing or two? Absolutely. I would much rather associate with people that are far smarter than me, you know, because I know what I know, I know what I don't know, and then I also don't know what I don't know. Right. You know, so like, for example, I told you I have one of my friends, Jen, she's, in, she's sitting in the living room, one of the smartest women that I know in marketing. I have no shame in asking her, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do this? If you don't know how to do something, you got to have people around you that have been there, done that, and that are smarter than you in right. that area. So that's definitely number one. The confidence thing, there is a fine line between co being confident and being cocky, right? Confidence, you still own your gifts, you own who you are, and, and you're very aware and humbled and blessed to have what you have, but you're also very aware that there's a thing or two that you don't know. Right, So right. I think in this business, you know, when you're trying to make connections and you're trying to reach out to people, you know, be confident that you do know a thing or two, that you are an expert in your own right, but also be detached from the outcome that people may not say yes to you and... Somebody saying no to you does not mean that you're less than. It does not mean that you're not worthy, right? So it's, it's a fine line between being confident and being arrogant. That's what I think. Yeah, no, I love it. It's a, it's a great point on that. Now, we only have a couple minutes left here. I got my little uh, my clock here. I want to talk about um, kind of a big topic here because you're taking on something very big, and I'm excited about this, that, and we talked about this before. It's going to be going on in Malibu. I'm going to link it up um, just for folks that might be interested in it. It's going to be nourishwithvasavi.com. Um, Vasavi, David. And I'm going to, what's that? Vasavi. What'd I just say? Vasavi. God damn it. I knew it the whole time. Right before we went on the air, by the way, folks, I said, you know what? There's a 100% chance at some point I'm going to say, I'm not going to say Vasavi. I'm going to say something else. And, and she's like, no, you won't. And I did. So, um, <laughs> so there we go. It was only once out of like five times. So I think I should get full credit. Oh, you're great, David. Um, Thank you. So here we go. Nourish with Vasavi. Do not go yes. to Nourish with Vasavi. That's someone else. We don't know who that is. Um, but you're taking on and you're doing this big live event. Um, and first of all, what gave you the, uh, the gumption here to say, you know what, I'm going to do a big ass live event. 
I'll tell you this, what gave me the confidence to do it, yeah. speaking that we're talking about confidence, you know, um, I, the reason why I didn't do it for all this time is because I was stuck in the how. How am I going to do it? How do I price it? Where do I have it? And it actually, I think in uh, January 2013, I remember, I remember I just started off with saying, I'm only going to do things in 2013 that excite me, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to lie. The thought of doing a retreat scared the crap out of me. Sure. But I was also so excited when I thought about, wait a minute, but I can do this my way, right? It doesn't need to be a 300, 500,000 person event. I can do it how I want to do it. So I just, you know, I, I, I can be very emotional, but I can also, when I want to talk myself into doing something, be very rational. So I started looking at, okay, well, what would be a win for me? Okay, 15 people. I can do 15 people, okay? Where would I want to have it? Well, I, I'm not going to have it in Kansas. I'm sorry. I said, well, you know what? I'd oh, love why not? It. so beautiful this time of the I, year. Yeah. I know, I know. But um, I said, you know, my husband and I want to move to California. I said, you know what? I want to have it in Malibu. I want to have it in Malibu, California. So I just started to put the pieces together. I have three amazing people that are going to come. Gigi Yogini. She's awesome. We're doing fear burning exercises, drum circles. We're doing um, a dance of liberation with Parashakti. And um, we're doing yoga and meditation daily. We're going to have one-on-one sessions. And then this is my baby, David. I've been working on this every day for a month straight. I have squared away everything in the past month, location, the food, the menu, the prices. We got awesome sponsors, Yogi Tea, one of my favorite. You know, and this is the, the, the really the take home point is when you're passionate about doing something and regardless of how shit scared you are, but when you know you really got to do something because you know it's going to help the greater good, you just, you just got to take you action. Just, you don't sit there and think about it. You just go. Yeah. And, go. And, the, and by the way, the jewel of self-confidence, where you get this self-confidence from is by taking the action is right. in spite of the fear inside of the, in spite of the doubt, you do it anyway. Right. That's how you become confident. Right. And you're going to screw stuff up and you're going to do totally God, to do that. I mean, I do that at a time. I mean, I was talking with my dad yesterday and I was just like, we were talking about a couple things and I was like, God, I, I just screwed that up. And I, I, and he's just like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, you know, oh, well, you know, you just, you just, you know, you roll on. I'd rather sit here and I know you would too screw something up big time, then sit here and be thinking and not doing anything. I don't, I don't, my mom always said to me, big talkers are never big doers. Now, let's not get it twisted. I'm a big talker, but yeah, I'm also here. a very big, do- I don't talk about what I'm going to do. I just do it. I do talk about all, all sorts of other stuff, but I, I truly believe for a lot of people, you know, if you're really looking to build your confidence, do that thing that you've been saying you want to do it. Just take the first step. It really is a domino effect. It really is. Very cool. So we're going to link that up. Um, and, and give me uh, one quick thing here on the way out, because uh, there might be some people. We got a lot of we got a lot of uh, folks that might be interested in this too. Just just in our community, who is this uh, design kind of for? Who's the peep? The peep here is going to be it's, it's it's all women, but it's going to be women that are go getters. That they're the ones that their phrase is, "I don't have time to focus on myself." That's the woman that it's for. Cool. I don't have time to do this. I, I, I'm overwhelmed. It's for yeah. that woman who, who's already doing amazing things in their life. Or it's for the woman that has so much kind of outer chaos that she can't seem to think. So she needs a place to quiet down. She needs a community. She needs some good kind of kick in the pants, keeping it real kind of wisdom um, and just needs to relax and unplug. That, that's who it's for. Very cool. Well, hey. I think we should leave it right on that point. I'm going to link that stuff up below. I'm going to link up the site below. Um, and you know, Again, I think this is such an interesting interview because here's another reason why I think this is so cool to talk with you was that there's people come to me and they're like, oh, I've missed the bandwagon on creating my own platform and like, you know, 
creating my turning my passion or into a business and oh my god it's 2013 and I'm screwed and stuff like that look at look when you start I mean you've you've come such a long way in such a short period of time I think it's if anything this should inspire people to say damn it if that girl can do it I can do it it's never too late it's only late when you're dead there we go we'll leave it right there thanks okay. so much no problem thank you David all right, my friends. So I, I hope you enjoyed the interview today, picked up some lessons. And, you know, not only is it about specific lessons like, oh, here's how to get traffic to my site or, or build my credibility. It's also about, you know, finding that inspiration, you know, finding that inspiration of like, oh, my God, here's someone that started, you know, less than a year ago. And look how much she's done. God, I can get my button gear, and that's a positive thing. So I hope you enjoy that. Again, uh, Nourish with Vasavi is that website. Uh, for the, I probably just mispronounced her name again, but uh, it's it's. It, make sure to check that out for her event. I appreciate her coming on the show. Now, a couple things as we wrap up. First of all, one more reminder. Thank you so much in advance for supporting our sponsors and getting a high quality product with Go to My PC. Uh, you can check it out therisetop.com slash Go to My PC. And by the way. You know, I knew this, but I don't know if you knew this. Go to my PC just because it's called Go to my PC. It works with everything. It works with Mac, uh, iPad, iPhone. Uh, it's not just about having to have a uh, you know non-Mac, if you will. So uh, it, it's not just for the PC people. It's for both the PC people. We love you and the Mac people as well. And one more site I'm going to bring up here uh, on the screen here for those watching video here. One second. Uh, something that's really really exciting right now that I wanted to share with you guys um, if you haven't already so if you're if you're you've been hustling and you're growing your audience and you're you know uh, getting that passionate fan base and you're really getting out there and building this and you have been building this and you're like David you know I really need some help with monetizing and the idea of doing an online course is exciting to me so I want you to learn everything that I know and I obsess with with online courses. And this is what I did last year when I created Create Awesome Interviews. You know, I documented the entire process, the good, the bad, the ugly, and I'm sharing the exact system that took Create Awesome Interviews from zero to six figures relatively quickly. And I'm going to be sharing that with you guys um, along with tips and a lot more. So all you have to do, if you're interested in this, is head over to risetotop.com slash courses. That's it. Just go to risetotop.com slash courses. Enter your email and you're going to be put on a special, what I'm calling Course Creators VIP email list. And I send out content and I send out um, all kinds of free stuff to you guys. We've got a course coming soon. Um, but make sure to go there, even if you're on the Rise VIP email list or on another email list. But if you're specifically interested in courses, make sure to go to risetop.com slash courses. Enter that valid email and we've got all kinds of deliciousness coming for you there. So that's it. That wraps it up today, folks. Hope you enjoyed this episode once again of the Rise to the Top. I will see you in the comments section and in email and all over the darn place. I will see you next time. I'm David Seidman Garland. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny.